Welcome to the Blonde Runner Podcast with Coach Laura Erickson, where she shares her healthy living tips as a running and triathlon coach and mother of four. Hi friends, it's Coach Laura, and I wanted to talk about something that's that's on my mind a lot right now as I'm getting older. So I wanted to cover coping with aging and decreased performance. So on one of the groups I'm on on Facebook, I put up um, this, how do you cope with aging and decreased performance? And I got like nearly 300 comments on it. And so obviously it's something a lot of other people think about and definitely have an opinion on. And I wanted to share some of those opinions. So um, as of now, I'm 51. And as I've gotten older, and I was a collegiate athlete. So um, as I've gotten older, obviously, my performances have decreased. And so that can be frustrating for, I think, a lot of people. And it's I'm trying to figure out where's the balance between what I should expect for myself to still be able to perform and like finding motivation. Because realistically, I would love to be able to hit some times that I did years and years ago, but realistically, that's that's probably not as realistic as I want it to be. And so, but I still want to find, like, I still feel like there's a really good athlete in there and I don't want to just let her go dormant. So that's kind of what I want to talk about today. And I really like some of these comments. So I wanted to share some of them with you because if you're struggling with this and you need to find some motivation, then maybe this will help you. Uh, one of the things that I learned from these comments is I had never actually looked at this before, but it's interesting. A lot of people were mentioning this aid grades percentage or performance calculator, which I had never even seen or heard about before. And so that if anything you learn from this podcast, that would be something that might be really beneficial to you. So there are definitely several different calculators out there. You can fun, find them uh, if you just type it in and Google it, and you can definitely find it. I can also put a link in the description below. But I found it really useful. You actually you just plug in your, your age um, and your distance and then the time that you did, and then it will calculate a percentage. And that percentage will um, bases it on what is the world record for that age at that distance and then it kind of grades you on that percentage um, and that why that can be really helpful is you can go in and and I actually went in and plugged in my fastest times and what age I was and then equated it to like at 51 if I did a 5k in under 20 minutes that would be equivalent to what I could do in my 30s my fastest ever 5k so that was really helpful for me so I can find motivation and, and that seems much more realistic to get to than maybe getting to the fast fast times um, it also gives you an equivalent so like let's say for instance you do I think they had an example of like a 25 minute uh, 5k is kind of like equal to 23 or something it gives you I'm trying to see where that information is anyway it just kind of gives you that equivalent so obviously you change with time and that oh yeah here it is a 44 year old woman who runs a 25 minute 5k it's age age graded score is 62 percent which gives you an idea of what she could do I mean like I think anything over 30 years and then we start we sort of start going I wouldn't say downhill but we're certainly it becomes a little harder so I did want to share some ideas with you of how you can maintain some of your um, your speed really as we age and I think that's the thing I was most concerned about is being realistic with myself and still not wanting to like give up and go well I'm old and 
And I find myself saying, well, that was good for my age kind of thing. And I think that's okay in a way, but I also don't want to give up on what my capabilities are. So here's some comments that people made. This is one from actually an Olympic, he's an older man now, but he was an Olympic level runner. And he says in, to enjoy the, the accomplishments of others, which I think is so great. It doesn't necessarily motivate me to do my best training, but I think it's a good reminder that we can now... It's kind of like passing the torch. And I think I'm in that uh, arena where I don't want to give up on my own goals. I need to, just need to modify them. But I can so be there to help others and share my knowledge and um, pass the torch to others that and, and help them achieve their goals. So uh, I think that's a really good piece of advice. Uh, another person suggested um, sometimes you just have to show up uh, when you're training. A lot of it is just about showing up. Um, and if you wait to be ready, you may never be ready. Cause I think, you know, as we get older, well, if I can just get this to this point, then I can start doing speed work or I can do this. And certainly if you're injured, I wouldn't be doing speed work. But one of the things that I've noticed as I've gotten older, and you'll see this in all the literature is that you lose more muscle mass quickly. And so it's really important for you do, to do weight training. So I've tried to really ramp up my weight training and then, um, I'm not afraid to do some speed work in there. And as we age I think the tendency is to believe that we can't be doing fast stuff that we could get injured while our risks might be higher in some ways if we don't do it our risks even become higher so I think it's really important to incorporate plyometrics and of course strength training and don't be afraid to do HITS workouts or things that are pushing ourselves. maybe like a younger athlete would do um, and certainly a lot of the advice I got was from people in their 70s that are still um, performing. And it's always inspiring for me to see, you know, like the lady that was, what, 90-something. And she just did the fastest. She set a world record in, um, I think it was a 200-meter run. And she was 90-something. I'm like, you can keep doing this forever. And I think we need to be careful and make sure our mindset isn't a let's give up. It's about kind of reinventing ourselves. Another person, he said, and I really like this, he said um, that age group um, divisions are like being uh, reborn every five years. And I like that because it's like, yeah, you. I, that's, I guess, the really perk of aging is, ooh, I'm in a new age division now, right? Um, I think it's really valuable also to set new personal bests for yourself, maybe yearly, you know, maybe for that age so you know that age you want to do the best you can do that year and sometimes we have setbacks and injuries and maybe a lot of things going on in our life that we don't get the training that we need but I do think it's really helpful to kind of reframe how we think about success because those numbers may not be reached again but it's all relative I really liked oh there was another one that said um Aging means that performance is relative, so it's not declining at all. So it's, it's just relative, and I think that's what I really like about this age-grade percentage calculator. It's like this comparison. Now we're comparing, you know, not instead of apples and apples, we're comparing comparing the same. In, in other words, as we age, we are going to get slower. Why do Boston qualifying times decrease, right? There's a reason. We are going to get um, slower most likely. But it doesn't mean we're all going to get slower at the same rate. You know, it's interesting because I asked another question on the in the same group. And I said, um, at what age did you notice a significant change in your race performance? 
And what I found is there were so many different answers. So I guess I was just trying to get kind of an idea of ballpark. When can I expect the major slowdown? Um, relatively. I mean, everyone is different. And that's what I learned from that. Everybody's comments on that post was, you know, for me, it was 25. Others were 40s. Some were 50s. Some were 70s. Like they noticed a big decline. I think part of it really dependent on their experience like some of them started running later in life others started you know maybe they were collegiate and they noticed a, a steeper decline sooner uh, just because they performed at a higher level earlier so it all is relative to you and I think a lot of it again it's that mindset what do you want to be do you want to decrease uh, you know for me it's kind of maintaining where I'm at maybe not and improving, of course, but maybe not improving to the speed I was, but improving for where I am at now. And I think that keeps me super motivated because ultimately, I think that's what I want out of that question was finding motivation where I'm at now, not being too hard on myself. And so for me, and this even happens with my athletes now, the way that you can find motivation is, sorry, that's my printer making noises, but um is by seeing progress. So if your goal is to get down to 17 minute 5k and that's maybe something you did your earlier years like myself, that is maybe not as realistic as I've gotten a lot older, but if I can just take it where where I'm at now and say, well, this is my fastest mile this week. You know, what can I do next week or the week after? And that though that is what motivates me. So it really is comparing yourself to yourself. And I think that's a really important perspective. Um, I really, this is probably one of my favorite comments, I guess, in my mind, it's a total quote I'm going to use um, in the future as well, is limitations are guidelines to success, not distractors to motivation. And I like that because limitations are a guideline and honestly at any age we have these limiters and we have to work within those parameters and so it shouldn't distract us or limit us from being motivated because maybe we aren't as fast as we used to be then I think it helps you really realize that you need to take a good hard look at what is motivating you is it just about fast times or is it about improving or other people had the suggestion of like meeting yourself where you are now and being the best you can be today like right now. And I know I have other friends that are struggling with different things and it sometimes is hard to prioritize ourselves. And so sometimes you have to just be graceful and, and see where you're at now. I mean, there are people out there maybe listening that have had a hip replacement or a knee replacement. So it's not about what you can't do anymore. It's about what you can do. So maybe you are limited in an area, but you still can do this or that. I remember having uh, knowing a lady that was bound to a wheelchair, very difficult circumstance with that. And she just felt like she couldn't do anything. And so I suggested to her and her light bulb kind of went on like nobody had ever thought to suggest her obviously working her upper body and doing bands in her chair at home. And she started doing that and it made such a world of difference in her mind, I think, feeling like she was capable of something. Or again, that motivation by seeing progress, even if it wasn't for her lower legs anymore, she could still uh, make progress with her upper body. And so, you know, again, it's that, what can we do? Um, so the best version, this is another quote I really like, the best version of yourself is a person you are at the moment. Meet yourself where you are now was another comment. Um, focus on what you can do rather than what you can't do. All really, really good advice. Um, 
And I like this one too, because I tell my triathletes this a lot about being flexible and it's, you know, aging is just life. It's just part of something you're going to have, right? And your ability to be flexible and embrace the change equals having a positive aging experience. So a good way to think about it is like, am I, I always tell my triathletes, you, you have to, you're not sure what you're going to deal with. You're out on the road and maybe there's a big bump or you didn't know it was going to be as hilly or you had a flat tire you have to be flexible and that's kind of like the survival of the fittest right it's like figuring out how to do things well and so I'm at that phase in my life where I'm as I'm getting older how am I going to manage or embrace aging in a way that's positive and that creates a positive aging experience for me uh, so that's, I guess, what I wanted to talk about this because um, I want to be able to move into these older years and still find a lot of joy and motivation and, and also not give up this part of me that feels like I can still be an incredible athlete even as I'm getting older. And so that's really motivating to me to still perform. And I like this age grading percent um, thing. It gives, it gives me some more meaning to the numbers and how I can compare to those numbers now um just really helped so i encourage you to look at that and like dial in the numbers for yourself see what was right for you um another thing which is a perspective thing i really liked what someone um shared about his life i'm just going to read it to you because i and i really just just it's inspiring to me um he says i'm 72 in high school I was a fast running back, but never did any track and field. Then in sev at 71, I started to shot put discus in 100 meters. Was really getting into it and was thinking of javelin high jump. Then I was diagnosed with non-smoker's lung cancer. And within a month, I had um, difficulty even breathing. He became depressed. He stopped following his this, the Facebook pages he was involved in. After 35 radiation... Um, after 35 radiation and three chemotherapy sessions, I didn't have much hope for even having a normal life. Then I said, I'm not giving up yet. And he rejoined all his Facebook groups and now he's back in the gym and he's hiking and he's rowing and he's doing all that stuff. Um, and goal his, he's set goals and he's hoping to just, um, complete one day. So he kind of didn't give up hope. I think he kind of hit a point where he was like, I'm not giving up. I'm going to fight. And, I really love that. I think that's super inspiring for me because, like, I don't want to give in to this idea of I'm aging and, oh, well, I can't be fast anymore. I just didn't want that. Uh, another comment someone made, which I it was just a brief comment, but I loved it. Jacob said, he said, um, he says he is coping with aging with gusto and vigorous action. And I like that is it. And I think there's a lot of healing and action and doing. And so maybe I'm not performing like I could have when I was in my 20s. But I can still get out there and pull on two a days and eat really healthy and, um, you know, hydrate well and get my electrolytes and do all those good, healthy things. Uh, you know, improving my flexibility. And I still have a lot of progress I can still make. Um, and I love that and do it with gusto, like go, go after it. And I think if you want to really age well, you have to embrace it and embrace, embrace it in a way that like, in my view, it just means it's harder in some ways, harder in a good way. Um, it's interesting to me. Somebody else made a comment about, um, yeah, we get slower, but we're, we have more wisdom. And I thought, you know, that actually is very helpful, especially with his long course training. I noticed, you'll notice that 
not your youngest athletes actually do as well at Ironman. It's usually uh, athletes with a little more experience. And the reason is, is because they know how to pace themselves way, way better. Plus, they've been able to experience um, that with their muscles a lot more. So that counts. So I like that because I have had a lot of experience in racing and particularly 5Ks. And it's interesting to me, so many athletes start out way too fast and then they die. So I always try to do a negative split and I'm able to pass a lot of people, even though I'm older, right? Um, so part of it is, I think that there is some wisdom as you age to still perform well because you know how to race better. So I like that. We've got some points in our in our corner on that, and I think that's great. Um, yeah, a lot of people suggested weight, weight room, um, um, performance is relative, as I mentioned before. Ooh, this is another really good quote. This is probably my second favorite quote of all the people that uh, made comments. Um, most of them are men that made these great comments, but he said, don't let what you can, you could do in the past, stop you from what you can do now. Oh, I love that. And I think for me, it is demotivating when you're not having those times to main, you know, reach for anymore, like getting new PRs. It could be a new PR for that year though, or that age division, which I really like, but not allowing us to let us stop kind of like that story with the smoking and the guy that got his um had uh, cancer it's like he for a while he kind of shut down right he's like well I can't and he kind of got off all those groups and he wasn't inspired anymore and and he was making it harder on himself but he he realized he still had hope he wasn't willing to give up and I think that's kind of where I'm at it's like I'm not willing to give up you know and I feel like I have a lot of good performances in me still and I think for me having that hope really keeps me excited about training. And so you have to find what it keeps you excited about training. Um, but I think as we age, yeah, you have to handle it a little bit differently. And another person wrote, uh, you, as you age, you have to work harder and even rest harder. And I like that too, because I have noticed recovery time does change. And then you know, this idea of embracing the journey. And I kind of like, as I've gotten older, I'm, I'm not as competitive and not in the sense that it's because I can't be, not necessarily. It's more that I've just put things into perspective. Like racing was a lot more important to me in college. Of course, I was, it was paying for my college, you know, it was different. And, uh, you know, in high school, I was trying to get a scholarship, that kind of thing. But now that I'm older, I can do whatever race I want. And it doesn't really, I mean, it matters how I do. And to me, more than anything, but, um, it, it is like, I've put it into perspective, like in the perspective of everything, it's not that important to do really well in every race I do. I think what's important is like for me to live a healthy life to like this podcast, health, healthy living every day, you know, am I mobile? Am I functional? Am I showing up? Am I pushing myself? Am I mentally strong? Um, there's just so much that goes into health. Um, and then, uh, like I said, it's, it's a motivation component and making sure I'm also being realistic what I, with what I can expect. And I think if you come to that understanding of what's realistic for you at your age compared to yourself, so you can plug in those different numbers for yourself to see what the percentage it spits out for your age and then see. So, for instance, if I, if I put in my fastest 5K, which I did with, with the age, and it gave me a percentage. And then I will plug in what I did recently for a 5K, and it will give me a percentage. And if that percentage is higher, 
than what I did before, or that other number, then that would tell me that I outperformed at my age, that age. Of course, I wasn't. I've got a long way to go. But it does give me motivation to think, okay, if I can hit this pacing, then I'm going to be able to surpass that effort, even if my time isn't there. I hope that makes sense to you. Um, another really good thought um, I wanted to read was, um, all these were from guys. They had some really good advice. But he said, don't let go, let your ego get in the way of your training. The thrill of getting back into the game sometimes overrides our common logic. More is not always better, and I'm speaking from experience. And I really like that. And that's where the quotation he um, we had a little more of a conversation and he said, limitations are guidelines, same guy. And I really, really like that because it is hard sometimes to let our ego get in the way and it, it also can steal our joy. So anyway, I just thought I would, I wanted to bring this to your attention, this age grade calculator that I became enlightened about just asking those questions and, you know, don't be afraid to ask those questions um, that you may be interested in understanding. It really helped me to just read through people that are in the same boat as I am or even older than me and hearing their encouraging words and their get after it. And even the people that are like, yeah, it's really hard. Um, but they were able to glean information off of others and just kind of find this motivation. So, um, yeah, ask the questions. Uh, get out there and keep, keep, keeping it, keep it, keeping going. That's what I say. Uh, until next time, live well. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Healthy Living Podcast. Be sure and check the show notes for resources or links that we mentioned in the show. You can also find them on my website at blonderunner.com. B-L-O-N-D-E-R-U-N-N-E-R.com. You can also find me on Instagram at theblonderunner with an E and coach Laura Erickson and that's L-O-R-A. Before you forget, I hope that you will um, follow this podcast and like it so you don't miss an episode. Also, it really helps if you leave a review so other people can find it um, and share it with your friends. Until next time, live well.